answering the difficult and critical questions youth may face that relate to Mormon culture and teachings. This is the Rise Up Podcast, produced by Fair Mormon. This podcast is all about helping people find answers to spiritual and doctrinal questions. And I ask myself, how do I go about getting the right answer as opposed to just some answer? If life were a math problem, is there a calculator? When a child is first introduced to basic mathematics, such as 1 plus 1 equals 2, that individual is being taught the power of reason to come up with answers. For years, many have assumed that this basic equation is correct, and in basic mathematical terms, it is and always will be correct. But in reality, even this simple equation can be questioned to the point that the answer may cause someone to even doubt their assumption that 1 plus 1 may equal 2. For example, one apple plus one orange does not equal two apples or two oranges. That simple redefinition of what is being added may cause someone to think that even the simplest of equations doesn't make sense anymore. What a shocking realization. Oh no, now what? Is the rest of math wrong? If one plus one doesn't always equal two, I, I guess the universe is a random chaotic existence that has no order and no meaning. Call it a, a math crisis, right? Well, some have called mathematics the absolute truth. That's because one plus one should always equal two. However, as was just demonstrated, depending on how you view the equation, you can come up with a very different answer. One might even ask, is there an absolute truth after all? It seems that even math has nuances to it, making even something as simple as one plus one may not always appear as equaling two. However, when this equation is stripped of its redefinition of being one apple and one orange, the equation becomes true again. One plus one equals true. It's, this is true when we're dealing with simple numbers. When the numbers are what they're supposed to be, a numerical value, the math works. Now, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, members and even church leaders will speak of the doctrines and teachings of the church as being the fullness of the gospel. The gospel is true. There are those that view the gospel or the church and its doctrines as simple one plus one equals two kind of thinking. And there are those who see it in some grand complexity, but still know that even complex equations have a true answer. Then there are those who question that simplicity. They look for ways for that approach to be, appear flawed, incomplete, or even incorrect. In an effort to do this, certain redefinitions take place. Certain inferences or qualifiers can be attached to those things which are simple, in an effort to disprove even the simplest or fundamental of assumptions. What then is the source of truth? How can we prove truth? Now, calculators are an interesting device. Calculators are used in various forms as a way to assist the mind in coming to a mathematical answer. They're not swayed by hypotheticals. They're not influenced by false assumptions. Inside a calculator are the answers to a near infinite possibility of equations. And in high school, as students begin to venture into more complex equations, the students may use scientific calculators 
When entering this world of more complex mathematical equations, many of the various buttons, such as cosine or tangent, x squared, etc., you also need to learn what those buttons mean, but you also need to learn the order in which those buttons can be employed in order for the equation to come to the right answer. One must also learn things like the order of operations or the order in which the various equations need to be approached in order for the correct answer to come out. Trying to find the answer without using the order of operations will likely give you a vastly different answer than just going through an equation from left to right. When I first learned about these things, I thought, how dumb. Why does math have to be so complicated? Why do we have to remember all these rules and orders? And then I asked the same question that so many seem to ask. When am I ever going to use this in my real life? Well, here goes one application with math to be used in real life, and it has very little to do with math, at least directly. Think of this as a metaphor. Call it the parable of the solar-powered scientific calculator, if you will. I won't take time to apply the metaphor. That's up to you and hopefully the spirit. But listen with your spiritual ears. Math is about finding answers. For many, the quest for discipleship or even higher spirituality is also about finding answers. Just like in math, there's a source for all spiritual truth, a source that, when employed correctly, can help us find answers to the equations for which we seek an answer. But just like a math problem, we need to understand some basic principles of operation before we can get the correct answer we need to ask the calculator the right equation. Just because we think we're using all the tools we have doesn't mean that the answer that we read on the little screen is the correct answer. It's not uncommon to push the wrong button or skip a step or do something out of the order of operations. When this happens, it's not the calculator's fault for getting the wrong answer. It's user error or maybe naivety that's to, likely to blame. That doesn't mean that the person is stupid or the user doesn't get it or won't get it. It just means give it another go. Try something else. Go back and rework the equation. For me, I have to write down every step of the equation as I go through it, even when using a calculator. Because the in-between calculations that some algebraic equations might present open up this exponential set of opportunities to miscalculate something. Also, I typically need to go back and check and sometimes recheck the answer that I ended up with just to make sure. I rarely take the first answer as the final answer. I would go back through each step and make sure that I came to an answer and, and make sure that each step that I did along the way had the right intermediate answer, you know, just to make sure that I did each step correctly. Because if even one part of the equation was off, it would likely throw off the entire process and I would come to a vastly different answer than the right one. That's also the hard thing about math. You often come to an answer, but that doesn't mean it's the right answer. Rarely do you get the dreaded big E that comes up on the calculator where you know you've made some serious error. Most of the time, you do get a numerical value, but just because it's a number doesn't mean that it's the right number. So it's important to go back, double-check each step of the equation, make sure that the step was completed correctly. Write it down. Proceed through each step in order. I also have to tell myself that no matter how many times I come to the wrong answer, 
it doesn't automatically become the right answer. I have to remind myself, I'm not inventing math. I'm not creating new logic. I'm learning the principles of math that are unchanging and applying them to the equation to get the right answer. With math, we're not afforded the flexibility of going with the number that we feel is right. If you're anything like me in high school, the math book could have words explaining how an equation was done, but that didn't mean I understood how to do the math. A teacher was often far more effective in explaining what each step meant, why each step was important, and so on. So good teachers helped math books make sense. Over time, I could see the value in learning statistics, geometry, and yes, even algebra. In time, and with some help from others who know math far better than myself, I learned how to answer mathematical equations. I had great teachers, I had a scientific calculator, but I needed one more thing. I needed light to give power to my calculator. Every now and then, my solar-powered calculator would need to be in the presence of light in order to charge its battery. Without that light, it didn't matter how much I pushed those buttons, I would not get an answer. But ultimately, I learned to trust my teachers, I learned that a calculator was a powerful tool, but a tool that needed to be used and understood in the way it was intended. Eventually, I would learn the right answer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rise Up. This has been a production of Fair Mormon. This and other podcasts are available at fairmormon.org. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes under the name Mormon Faircast. Questions or comments can be posted at blog.fairmormon.org in conjunction with this episode. Tune in each week for another episode of Rise Up. Thank you for listening. <laughs>